Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the morning jam, 6 to 9 a.m. love was only true in fairy tales. Hopefully you're, uh, you ate your Wheaties, you're ready to start your day, and you're a believer in, you know, all that is possible today for democracy. There's a, a lot going on, a lot we're going to be looking at uh, throughout the morning. This morning, got some special guests coming in a little bit later. Uh, Dr. Bob Denton going to be joining us, and uh, Chris Feraldi is going to be stopping by. We're going to get some poll updates from some folks. Uh, if you're out and about and want to give us a call and let us know what those lines are looking like where you are, we would love to hear from you this morning. Keep our number handy. Our uh, toll-free number is 866 and we would love to hear from you as it is election day let's get this party started i am ready to go here's your thought of the day for today you learn something new every day if you'll pay attention that's true our uh, text number is 434-248-0704 today is national cappuccino day And we want to know if you know the difference between a cappuccino and a latte. That's what I want to know. Do you know the difference between a cappuccino and a latte? 434-248-0704. On this day in history in 1864, Abraham Lincoln, Republican, elected to his second term as American president. In 1960, John F. Kennedy, Democrat, is elected president of the United States, defeating Republican candidate Richard Nixon, who was the incumbent vice president. And then in 1966, movie actor Ronald Reagan is elected governor of California, and boy, did that change the course of history a couple of decades later. And then in uh, 1974, the greatest hits album, the 11th studio album by Elton John is released on this day. So there you go. Oh, we've got some birthdays today. Were you born on Election Day? Hmm. If you are, you uh, share it with Ricky Lee Jones. She is turning 67 years old. always love that song ricky lee jones 67 years old today also having a birthday today uh she was the longest running host ever for entertainment tonight mary hart turned 72 and that was john tesh's arrangement of uh of that song weird uh david muir of abc news world news tonight is turning 48 years old today and then miss joni mitchell not quite 80 but getting close she's 79 before i 
love got lost, you said. I am as constant as a northern star, and I said, constantly in the darkness. Where's that at? If you want me, I'll be in the bar. Me too, girl. She's gonna. If you want me, I'll be in the bar. <laughs> If you're looking for me, that's where I'll be. And then we have uh, Christopher Knight having a birthday today. Of course, he was Peter Brady on The Brady Bunch. Uh, hi, does Peter Brady live here? Yeah. Uh, may I see him? Sure. Uh, well, uh, would you call him, please? I'm him. Pork chops and apple sauce. <laughs> that swell. <laughs> you got to get in the pork chops and applesauce. Pork chops and applesauce. Have you ever even seen the Brady Bunch? Yes. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so you mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. know so you know who Peter Brady mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. All right. Christopher Knight also has a line of furniture that's really cool. The Christopher Knight collection, which uh, and I like a lot of it. It's it's for sale. I think even Target carries some of it. Couldn't do like Knight's Bunch or something like that. Do what? Knight's Bunch. Knight's Bunch? Like, play on Brady Bunch. Oh, Lord. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, it's just called the Christopher Knight Collection. He went for simple, I guess. And that works. Well, it is Election Day, and here's the good news. If, you, uh, if you're if you near a Krispy Kreme, you can swing by and get you a free donut this morning. There needs to be one in Lynchburg, then. There used to be. But now we've got them. Uh, our friends in Roanoke. They have a Krispy Kreme, so you can swing by and get your free Krispy Kreme on the way to or back from the polls. You don't have to prove that you've voted. They're just going to take your word for it, I guess. Uh, so there's one in Roanoke, Charlottesville, Harrisonburg. So if you, uh, you know, if you're in the mood for a Krispy Kreme, and who's not ever in the mood for a Krispy Kreme, then go by and pick that up today. Uh, National Cappuccino Day is today. We want to know if you know the difference between a cappuccino and a latte and you can text us and give us your answer this morning i know mark lamb all of his are the same he, he calls them uh renee says uh, it's a different amount of foam okay that's a good my i think it's something with the espresso like espresso okay you think it's the amount of espresso i think one has espresso one doesn't oh okay all right. Uh, Gizmo says, free bus fare in Roanoke today for the election. I was offered a ride yesterday into Lynchburg to vote, which is interesting since I don't live in Lynchburg. But I did get that on my... Now, if you need a ride to the polls and you can't get to the polls, you call us and we'll find a way to get you to the polls. So, you know, you can text or call uh, our text number is 434-248-0704. We certainly want anyone who wants to vote to be able to get there and vote. There are a lot of folks doing the rides throughout the day today. So, you know, just let us know and uh, we'll do our best to help you uh, with that a little bit later on. Now, a couple of interesting stories this morning. Uh, mainstream media, they are just resorting now just to flat out name calling uh, at this point. Just um, <laughs> there's several several examples of where they're just saying, you know, Republicans are just stupid. People who would vote Republican are just dumb. I'm not really sure why they're they're going there, other than it seems a little bit desperate. Uh, but even the New York Times came out Friday 
saying that Biden is, quote, embellishing the truth. And yet they're saying that if you vote, you know, against Biden, then you're stupid. Uh, This is an interesting story. Uh, Wife of a Democratic senator in Colorado has been busted on tape saying what we all know already. And that's basically that the uh, Inflation Reduction Act was just a bunch of bullcrap to get through other things that they wanted to get through. I mean, literally laughing about it, about how, you know, how fun, funny it is and uh, how they've backed away from the defund the police, but they're quietly doing it anyway. It's a very interesting little bit of audio. You're not going to want to miss that this morning because it was it's super interesting if you get in and, and listen uh, to what this woman is saying. And obviously this was done undercover because she thinks she's in a friendly spot and she was very comfortable sharing her thoughts on that subject. So we shall see how that goes. Uh, women's groups being very quiet as Bill Clinton hits the campaign trail. He's been very busy uh, about uh, about things uh, biden admits that uh, dems have a tough time keeping the house majority uh, despite saying he's optimistic that may be the honest most honest thing he said uh, so far and then this story out of um with nbc i think is super interesting and we've been saying this whole paul pelosi story is just absolutely bizarre and it is um NBC is being blasted by critics over retracting the Paul Pelosi report um, because people have so many questions, just like we do on the show. We're like, how was he able to answer the door? How was he able to call 911? Why did he go back inside and then get the beat down after the police were there? There are so many things that don't make sense with that story. And now NBC is being caught in the fray with that. So lots to go over today. We'll be back with your answer to your Mind Jam trivia. Thanks for listening to the Morning Jam. This morning, I'm Janet Rose. The Morning Jam. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. this remind you? Mm, tastes like vanilla, huh? Senior trip. Paris. That cafe! Yeah. Rich, creamy tasting coffee with a hint of vanilla flavor. French Vanilla Cafe. I love this coffee. From General Foods International Coffees. I loved that waiter. Jean-Luc. <laughs> I remember those commercials so well. Celebrate the moments of your life. Today is National Cappuccino Day, guys, and we wanted to know if you knew the difference between a cappuccino and a latte. And lots of you sent some things in. Um, And let's see, Jamie actually worked for a Starbucks many years ago. Let's see if her answer... Answer matches mine. Uh, Cappuccinos, two shots of espresso, a very small amount of milk, and the rest is filled with foam. A very dense uh, home a latte is two shots of espresso with milk all the way, almost to the rim with a dollop of foam. Exactly, Jamie. That's exactly right. Lattes have the same amount of espresso as cappuccino, but more milk. 
a latte more milk, uh, requiring them to be served in a bigger cup. And then you can add a little syrup to that and you're good to go. So, yeah, Jamie knew, although she has an unfair advantage because she was a barista. Were you called a barista back then or did that only become popular after AOC? I'm not really sure. Uh, Lots of people talking about the blood moon eclipse. Really beautiful this morning. Hopefully you were able to uh, to see it and catch it because it's not going to be back for a really long time. So you're definitely going to want to take that in if you can. I don't know if it's still out there now or not, but it might be. Hey, we've got a lot to talk about this morning. We're going to have Dr. Bob Denton in at 730 and he's going to give us his insights on uh, on the election day and what predictions are. Also, uh, Larry Sabato, he has made his final calls for control of the U.S. House, Senate, and gubernatorial races. And uh, with just a, a day to go, the political scientist and analyst uh, made those final predictions. It was published uh, late yesterday uh, in the Sabato's crystal ball, is what they call it. In short... He predicts that Republicans will win the Senate 51-49 with a net gain of one seat. His final House pick is for Republicans 237-198, netting a gain of 24 seats. In the gubernatorial race, Sabato predicts that Republicans will win 29-21, gaining one governorship. Republican Sabato's notes have honed their key message of fixing the economy and tackling inflation as the president's approval rating has plummeted to the low 40s. Democrats may have an opportunity to mitigate some of their losses, he says, with uh, GOP candidate problems in certain state gubernatorial and House races, as well as the unpopular Supreme Court decision with Roe v. Wade. Such factors, he argues, will make it a good but uh, not necessarily great night for Republicans. The conditions ultimately make this midterm election a fairly ordinary one where the president's party suffers losses. Uh, Only twice in recent decades, 98 and 2002, has the president's party done well. So do you think that that's accurate? I'd like to know if if you think that's going to be accurate. I don't trust him, but that's because of where he got his education. (laughs) <laughs> because he's at UVA. You're a Bob Denton guy. I get it. Uh, he's he's usually pretty accurate, though. Hey, I, I just want to point out, Bob Denton was the man, theoretically, that handed me my diploma. Like, he handed me the form for it, and I shook his hand. So Okay. They mailed me the diploma, but, like, the ceremonial handing of the diploma was done by him. Got it. Got it. Well, a lot of you did get to see the uh, eclipse this morning, it looks like. You're not sending me photos, though. I didn't get to take a photo. You should send me photos if you were able to take them, because I would like to see them. I'd also like to know what your thoughts are on today. Do you think there's going to be a red wave, a pink wave? What are you thinking? 866-916-3776. It's going to be interesting, but the most important thing is you just need to make sure you get out there and you vote. That's what's most important uh, for sure is to make sure that that your voice is heard just as much as possible well we've been following this paul pelosi story quite a bit as much as it can be followed because there's just so many unanswered questions Uh, a prominent media watchdog is calling on nbc news to be more transparent about its retraction of a report last week on the paul pelosi attack 
and critics from all sides are demanding more of an explanation. They're saying it's more incumbent on NBC to be more transparent about the process and say publicly what, if anything, was inaccurate in the report. The editor of Fourth Watch Media Newsletter believes journalism has traditionally been a skeptical profession, but the way NBC News handled the Pelosi story is evidence that things have changed dramatically. Now, much of the legacy press is notably anti-skepticism, and much of the press labeled any skepticism in this assault and break-ins as dangerous conspiracy theories. Indeed, there remains an assortment of lingering questions about the details that led up to the attack on Pelosi, ones that we've asked here on this show. A, how was Pelosi able to call 911? B, why did the assault only happen after the police arrived? C, how was Pelosi able to open the door for the police while essentially being held hostage? And D, why wasn't there a security system with an alarm that went off after the glass broke and the back door was opened at 2 a.m., instantly alerting the police to break to, to a break-in? Uh, NBC News reporter attempted to answer some of those questions on Friday morning, citing sources familiar with the situation who said the police didn't know they were responding to the Pelosi residence. Pelosi opened the door but didn't attempt to escape didn't declare an emergency or even walk away from law enforcement. Uh, and he even walked away from law enforcement and toward the attacker, which makes zero sense. He concluded his report by telling the Today co-host Craig Melvin, we still don't know exactly what unfolded between Mr. Pelosi and the suspects for the 30 minutes they were alone inside the house. Officials who were investigating this matter would not go into further details about this. The report was quickly erased from all NBC News flat platforms. It was deleted from social media, and NBC issued an editor's note on the website reading, this piece has been removed from publication because it did not meet NBC News reporting standards. So, I don't know if Nancy made a call. Not really sure, but it sounds fishy. NBC's company line has been that the decision was made to remove the segment after it was determined shortly after it aired that the main source of the information was unreliable. It's crucial to look at what NBC is saying and most importantly what they're not saying if it was inaccurate. Why wouldn't NBC simply say so in the editor's note? Or in the source quote, NBC is being allowed to launder the story through the Washington Post and CNN with assumption but not stated fact. Burns is the NBC News reporter who was scolded by mainstream colleagues for reporting that Fetterman, a Democrat seeking to represent Pennsylvania in the U.S. Senate, had a hard time making small talk following a, a stroke. So he got beat up about that. Um, a lot of people are are on media, on, on Twitter, saying NBC truly could not have handled this more por- poorly than they have. <laughs> I don't know. It's very bizarre. All of it is just really strange. And uh, now Nancy Pelosi is saying her husband's attack will impact her retirement decision. <coughs> yeah, that's what she's saying. She, uh, she said yesterday that the recent attack on her husband will impact her decision on whether to retire from Congress if Republicans take control of the House. A.K.A. she's not doing it. Mm. 
in a sit-down interview, Pelosi told Anderson Cooper that her decision will be affected about uh, what happened in the last week or two. Those comments come after her husband was hit with a hammer last month by a man who broke into their residence. According to authorities, David DePape broke into the home through a glass door. Uh, we just went through all that. The, none of the stories are matching. Uh, speaker's interview was aired yesterday, which will determine if she's forced to give up the gavel in the House. Republicans are predicted to win. We shall see. She explained in the interview how she learned of the attack. She said she was sleeping in Washington. I'd just gotten in uh, the night before from San Francisco and heard the doorbell ring. And I think it's five something. Uh, something must be wrong. And uh, and then she that's how she got the inf- information, she said. So, you know, what does that even mean? Does it mean she's going to use it as an excuse to step down or she's going to use it as excuse to stay oh it's in so power, horrible i guess i have to i have to stay and fight because we just can't have this ugly thing going on yeah she's really good even at her age she can twist it around however she wants it to be it's impressive uh we've got your local headlines coming up uh niecy pain Kimberly McBroom. Kimberly McBroom. uh, Sorry, I forgot to tell you. That's okay. No, no problem. No, you didn't. You did. Uh, So she's going to be going over the Salvation Army in Danville had a kettle stolen out front. What kind of low life would do that? And then uh, a story out of Roanoke as well. And we've got your forecast coming up too here on the Morning Jam. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Sunshine today with a high of 64. Lows drop to the mid-30s tonight. Sunny conditions on Wednesday as well as Thursday. We'll get those highs in the low to mid-60s with lows at 42 Wednesday night. A little bit warmer Thursday night with clouds arriving. And that rain from Nicole moves in on Veterans Day Friday, giving us a soaker. Daytime temperatures running around 65 degrees. And currently, we have uh, in Roanoke, 52 degrees, 51 in Lynchburg, 50 in Bedford, 53 in Danville, 47 in Salem, and 50 in Appomattox. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to check in with Chris Daniels. He's going to be joining us from some of the polls in Bedford as he is running for uh, school board uh, there in Bedford. So we'll be checking in with him in a little bit. And then don't forget at... uh, at 7.30, we're going to have Dr. Bob Denton. 8 o'clock, Chris Feraldi will be joining us. So uh, lots of folks checking in on that. Now, there is uh, an interesting bit of reporting that is, uh, that's going on right now. Uh, this is a Colorado, the wife of a Colorado Democrat who has been caught on tape in a hidden tape they she doesn't know that um that who you know who she's talking to and she's recorded mocking the inflation reduction act she's also talking about um the the democrats backing away from the defund the police saying that they're just letting temperatures cool down and then they're going to quietly defund the police 
I hope I think we've done enough that you should be able to hear this. Okay, it's uh, again, it's a hidden recording, so it is a little bit more difficult. But listen carefully as this woman reveals all that most of us know has been going on since the administration took office. Here's a little bit from that. And I, and I honestly wonder, like these people who say, no, 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 on our side, oh, we're not perfect defunding the police, do they mean it? Are they saying that just to like placate people? Like, I don't even know anymore. Are people actually going to back away from it, or are they just trying to like... Well, I mean, I think, I think that, you know, um, I think Michael would say, you know, calling it defund the police was probably not the smartest move at the outset. Um, yes. Because that's not really what we're talking about. Um, but, um, you know, everything is partisan, right? Like anything that can become a wedge issue is these days. And so probably the smartest thing is to try to take the temperature down and, you know, just quietly. <laughs> the most successful efforts in Washington, D.C. are the ones that you never see on the front page today. The most successful efforts you see in Washington, D.C. are not the ones you see on the front page of the paper. Isn't that telling? So she says, yes, we're not calling it defund the police anymore, but, um, you know, we're going to quietly go ahead and do that. And that probably wasn't the wisest thing we uh, could have called it. But, you know, we're, we're backing away from that now, but we're still continuing with our agenda. Let's continue with this interview, shall we? The most I, successful advocate. I yeah, love that. Yeah. Things, there are things that nobody's talking about, and that's where the success happens, because then you can work together. And, you know, so, like, maybe we need to just... We're talking about it for, for a half a second and let the temperatures come down and then quietly allocate some funding to mental health, right? And to interventions that can help and maybe not call police reform, but you know, like and take it away strategically from ways to do it that would well, isn't that what they, effective, but you know, not raise the flag. Isn't that so. what they not raise the flag? Got what they do with the inflation bill? Like, so many great things happened in that bill. Yeah, so many climate things. Right. Yeah, yeah. Don't really talk about it. Just, just, yeah. It's all about inflation. It's just inflation. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't right. think it's just inflation. <laughs> Meanwhile, we got, and that's the thing, like, Biden's getting a bad rap from progressives. I feel like, because like, he's not doing anything. It's like, shh, yes, he right. right, exactly. Exactly right. I, mean, I know right. it's two years out, but does Biden run again? So, well, you know, he's getting a, ba a bad rap because they don't think he's doing anything, but he really is. And they're literally giggling over the fact that they think we're so stupid that we don't know what the Inflation Act was really all about. It, the arrogance is unbelievable. And then they ask her if uh, if they think if she thinks that Biden is going to run again. Now, this is the wife of a Democratic governor. Take a listen to what she says to that. I hope not. But Any kickback loans again? I don't think so. Really? I don't. I mean, I don't know. But yeah. I mean, it, it would just depend a lot on what the dynamics are. Yeah. I, I hope not. I hope he's not going to run again. Unbelievable. I don't know if they had a microphone hidden in a cup of ice. I don't know what that all that rattling was. If you get a chance... Go and uh, and and watch it yourself because it also has the uh, closed captioning in there as well. And I'm sorry, I said governor, not governor, uh, senator. She is the wife of Senator Michael Bennett, a Democrat from Colorado. And uh, he's getting blasted by his opponent as a radical after this 
recording came out of her talking to two undercover journalists about how Democrats shouldn't talk about what's really going on in the Inflation Reduction Act and how they could defund the police quietly, but they, shh, you need to do it quietly. And then, of course, the most successful efforts in Washington, D.C. are the ones that you never see on the front page of the paper. This is probably the most honest interview. I mean, she didn't mean for it to be an honest interview that we would all hear. But, um, yeah. So she even comes out and says, we're just going to talk about it for half a second, then let the temperatures come down, and then quietly, you know, go about and and doing it because we don't want to raise any red flags hopefully this will uh this will help republican joe odea who's running to unseat bennett um you know calling them radicals and i i don't know that that would be inaccurate at all 866-916-3776 is our number now you know so we listen to that and we hear which which those of us I mean, I talk to you all every day, either via text or you're calling in. We know this has been going on for a long, long time. Um, and yet we're the ones that get trashed in the media. We're the ones that get called, you know, stupid and, um, uh, you know, de- what, what was it that... Um, Deplorables, that's what I was looking for. Uh, Liberal media figures and Democrat politicians uh, are just being very blatant about questioning the intelligence of Americans who would vote Republican, which shows you that they're getting really desperate. And I don't know how they think that's going to pull people over to their side, but that's what they're doing. Over the weekend, left-wing documentary filmmaker Michael Moore Jesus, take the wheel, that guy, uh, gave his final push to vote Democrat. But in doing so, he claimed that 90 million Americans just aren't very bright. No offense to any of you. And here's a tip for you, Michael Moore. Saying no offense before you say something offensive doesn't make it less offensive. So there you go. And buy a razor and put on a clean shirt. That's my other advice for you. Uh, No offense to any of you watching that aren't bright, but that's, you're watching MSNBC, so I'm making an assumption that you know what's going on. Well, depending on who you're talking to, Michael. Uh, Then we had Sonny Houston comparing Republican women to cockroaches voting for insecticide. That came out last week. And he also expressed confusion at the idea of a woman giving up their rights because of their alarm over the price of gas or the price of food. I love it when men want to weigh in on things like that. You know, there are some women out here who actually want to protect the unborn, Michael Moore, who want to make sure that babies are protected and that women are intelligent enough to know how to get birth control and not put themselves in a situation where they have to murder babies. So if you ask me, using abortion as birth control would show that you're not very bright. But that's just me. So there you go. Um, Another Twitter conversation saw BBC reporter uh, promoting an article she wrote detailing a coalition of Republican candidates who falsely claimed in 2020 the election was stolen. The tweet also claimed the group's founders had connections to the far right right QAnon conspiracy theory I don't know (laughs) but that's where they're going now we're just going to call you stupid and then of course we've got um, Hillary Clinton 
on uh she's she's been weighing in as well she's always been very kind to the other side um joy reed not that we're surprised about that she's always not very nice Uh, during an interview with clinton she asked if uh if hillary was concerned that voters aren't putting the pieces together regarding how Republican control of the House could embolden fringe theories and election denier mentality. And Clinton said, I don't think people are really able to grasp that. But more importantly, I'm not sure that they really understand the threats to their way of life. Wow. So I hope a very clear message is going to be sent today. Very clear message. In the meantime, let's not talk about stressful things let's go to the kitchen shall we it's time for janet's five and dine on the morning jam give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight five and dine is brought to you by our friends at fnl market they're on memorial avenue in lynchburg cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check make sure you give them a call and get that order in for your Christmas hams and turkeys, and they can take your order right now and lock those prices in, and uh, you can call and talk to Todd Ramsey directly, and he'll make sure you're taken care of. I've been giving you recipes to get your Thanksgiving menu ready, and if you're wanting a delicious, affordable side dish, you need to try this one. This is a Southern classic. Uh, It's a favorite at my house. I made it this weekend for, uh, I had a cousin's weekend, and um, this is what we had for supper. We didn't have anything else. We had this and green beans. Uh, So this is my recipe for Southern Spoon Bread. It is super delicious, and it would be great addition to to your, uh, uh, as a side dish to your holiday meal. So here it is. You're going to start with uh, two cups of milk. You're going to put that on on your stovetop, and you don't want to bring it to a boil, but you want it to be very steaming, okay? And then you're going to add in three-fourths of a cup of cornmeal. FNL carries wonderful regional cornmeals, and you're going to cook it for about three to four minutes until it thickens, then remove it from the heat, and you're going to mix in a tablespoon of butter and a half a teaspoon of salt, and then you're going to let that start to cool. It's going to take 15 minutes or so for it to cool down. While that cooling you're going to separate four eggs and you're going to put you're going to beat the yolks in one dish and you're going to take the egg whites and you're going to beat those until the whites are nice and stiff once the cornmeal mixture is cooled add in those egg yolks mixing with the spoon fold in the whites and then pour it into a one and a half quart sprayed baking dish and put it in a preheated oven for 45 minutes it's going to come out this beautiful souffle like side dish serve it up with a little real butter and you have got a super southern treat for your thanksgiving table you want that recipe just go to facebook type in janet's five and dine you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share here on the morning jam when we come back we'll be talking with chris daniels he's going to be reporting from uh, one of the bedford polls here on the morning jam before you fire up the coffee maker turn on the morning jam 
I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L, save on smoked ham portions, shank or butts, $1.48 a pound. Top round London broils are $3.98 a pound. Save on family pack top round steaks, $4.98 a pound. And family pack cube steak or stew beef, $5.98 a pound. You can also save on West Coast oysters, $7.98 for an 8-ounce container. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. 866-916-3776 is our number. It is election day. Hopefully you're getting out and getting going and getting that vote in early. We've got Chris Daniels. He's uh, uh, coming to us from the Bedford polls this morning. Good morning, Chris. Hey, how's it going? It's going. How about you? Yeah, we've had a busy morning uh, out here. Bright. Well, it wasn't bright and early, but it sure was early, right? At <laughs> right. o'clock, had a nice line of folks here, so... Meeting some great voters uh, already today, and uh, it just is a beautiful morning here in Bedford County. So, um, is the turnout good so far? Yeah, I say so far we had a nice rush at six, uh, pretty much right to about I guess it's about seven and something now. I've been so busy, I haven't even been able to check. What we're, time it's it, not it, quite it really seven, is. but we're not getting quite there. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're having another rush now, um, but it's been great. Everybody's been been smiling and happy, and and I'm hopeful I'm hopeful that they're voting for the only GOP endorsed candidate for school board, and that would be me. So, what are you hearing from the folks that are coming out and voting this morning? Are they optimistic? Are they feeling good about things? Well, I I, I would say yeah. I, I think that they're you know cautiously optimistic but very in, in enthusiastic at the same time. So uh, hoping for a big red wave uh, today. And uh, when I talk to them about stuff about school boards, that they've been, the, the ones that know about me are excited about the things that we've done. And um, once I get to talk to them and our team gets to talk to them, we've got a great team out here and at, at every location today. Um, they, they seem to be pretty excited about, uh, about what, we're, what we're doing here. Well, I hope people do understand the importance of, you know, it seems like in the past school boards have just been like, oh, you know, it's not that important. And what we've learned over the last couple of years, well, especially since COVID, it is, is it's vitally important. It's as important as any other vote you could cast. I mean, uh, yeah, I actually think there's a lot of intensity with a lot of these school board races, not just here, but across the country. And, you know, it's deservedly so, quite honestly. I, I think it's, it's super important. As our kids grow, that's how the country goes. So right. um, I, I think that it's, it's a great thing to have everybody, you know, uh, woken up to this mm -hmm. and understands like, hey, this is not just, just, you know, circling in a circle. It, it really makes a difference. So, you know, get to know your candidates, get to know what they're about. Um, but also every every parent and grandparent and everyone out there, concerned citizen, you need to make your voice be heard. And, you know, today's a great day to do that. So right. if you can hear my voice and you're in District 7 in Bedford County, come on out and, uh, and for, vote for us. 
Thank you, Chris Daniels. We appreciate you joining us this morning, and uh, good luck to you today. Uh, Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. We say this all the time on the show. You've got to get to know who your candidates are, what their values are, and then you need to vote your values this morning. Uh, If you're at the polls, if you're especially if you're on the south side in the Roanoke area, I'd love to know what the turnout is is like there. Uh, You can always give us a call, 866-916-3776. You can also uh, text us, 434-248-0704. I got a couple of pictures a, a minute ago. Looks like the lines are pretty good. Uh, and there's been, of course, a lot of early voting and, um, and, and, you know, people have got to get out and get things done. This is a really important uh, day to vote. And so this is not one that you're going to want to skip. That's for sure. Um, the Election Day in America and the uh, Democrats, some are saying don't have much to run on because their radical uh, policies have made the wallets lighter and our kids' classrooms a hotbed of woke propaganda. That's what Chris has been, you know, fighting against. Uh, When we've been interviewing him, he was appointed to the school board and has been working to to beat back some of that, certainly in Bedford County. Um, Considering the contrast between the blue and red for months on end, uh, it, it would seem that a lot of folks thinks that this is going to come back to, to roost with them. And we shall see. We were talking earlier about uh, Larry Sabato. He was talking about um, his predictions. He does this every election. Um, and he seems to think that it's going to be tight, but that the Republicans are, are going to, to take it. So uh, we shall see. Looks like we've got someone checking in by phone this morning. You're on the Morning Jam. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is, hey, I'm calling from uh, Huddleston, Virginia. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to make a yeah. Just wanted to make an announcement that uh, the voting location in my district, where my area well is, used to be Bethosa Church on uh, Route 24. They mm-hmm. closed that and moved it to Huddleston Elementary School. They don't have a sign out there to let people know, <laughs> and not everybody got a notice in the mail like I did. Like my wife, uh huh. She didn't get a notice in the mail, but I did. And we went over. I went over to the school this morning, and they they had told me there that they had closed the location. And on my way to work, I drive by the old location, by the church, and people are pulling in there, and there's not one sign out there telling people where to go. So they're going to the old location, and nobody's there. Oh, brother, you need to go make a sign and put it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know. seriously, I, I wish I had a piece of cardboard in there. Yeah, yeah but I did. I drove by there. And, I don't see a sign there, and people are still pulling it in there. And I don't, I didn't see anybody standing there saying, "Hey, you know, we're tell closed. them where to but, go." Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I hope, I hope that they will figure that out, and that's one of the reasons I'm calling. All right, and what? Well, I'm glad you are. So, tell me what district you are again. I, I live in uh, Huddleston, Virginia. Okay, so you're in Huddleston, Dale. We've got a listener, Dale, in Huddleston. Get yourself some cardboard and go out there and tell these people where to go. And they're supposed to go to Huddleston Elementary School. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because they, the lady at the Huddleston School, told me they closed that location at the church. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you helping us get thank the word you. out. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Now. 
so there you go sometimes you get the information sometimes you don't get the information if you're in the huddleston area you're supposed to be voting at huddleston elementary school not the old church location and apparently they don't have anybody there telling people or even a sign i mean put a banner up for goodness sakes k-i-s-s keep it simple stupid i agree Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to have Bill Trefero. He'll be uh, sharing with us some information from the Roanoke News Desk, and he always does a great job with that. CBS News will be coming up at the top of the hour as well. And, of course, uh, in our next hour, we're going to be talking with Dr. Bob Denton, who always gives us amazing insight when it comes to uh, Election Day. So we'll be checking in with him at 7.30. If you would like to give us a report on what you're seeing out out there this morning we'd love to hear from you 866-916-3776 again if you're in the huddleston area the old location where you used to vote is no longer you're supposed to be voting at huddleston elementary school and i would even challenge some of you who are there in that area to uh, make sure that there's some signage out there so these people that are pulling in at that old location are still going to be able to have their vote heard this morning so that's super important. All right, we'll be back. Thanks so much for joining us this morning on The Morning Jam. We love hearing from you. We love doing this show with you because you're a big part of it. Well, you are it. So give us a call, give us a text, and we look forward to spending this Election Day Tuesday with you here on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA FM Greta Danville.